Hey guys, Binabu presents the MedTech podcast. If you're intrigued and want to learn more about how technology is changing healthcare, then this podcast is perfect for you. If you want to learn about entrepreneurship and innovation, then stick around. My name's Ash, and welcome to the conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to the MedTech Podcast. Today I'm joined with Christopher. It's great to have you, Christopher. Thank you so much for coming on. So we obviously met, it was a couple of weeks ago, right, at the BNRB yeah. Mentorship Program. And we were giving, we were both giving talks, but you were giving your perspective as a mentor and I was giving my perspective as a mentee. So I thought, you know what, I wanted to get you on the podcast to talk about the benefits of firstly mentorship. And then I thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation with you, just even though you obviously weren't my mentor, it'd be good to talk about the different benefits from my perspective and then also your perspective. So sure. really great to have you. And I was just going through your LinkedIn earlier just so I could prepare myself and you're super accomplished in specifically the medtech oh. space with over 25 years of experience. So really happy to have you. You've held various roles and you've definitely, your career has just been very instrumental in driving innovation and growth in the industry. So Without further ado, I think it's best just to get into the episode. Why don't you introduce yourself, Christopher? First of all, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this this episode. I'm excited to to have the conversation as well and honored that you thought I could bring some value to the discussion as well, too. Thank you. As you mentioned before, my name is Christopher Cunney. I wear a couple different hats right now in my life. One of them is serving as a mentor to emerging technology companies and startups but also I serve as an adjunct professor for a Morehouse School of Medicine in their healthcare informatics and bioscience program. I also currently serve as the senior vice president for digital acceleration for a healthcare technology advisory firm called Divergent. And in my spare time, I am helping to advise startups and emerging tech companies to bring their products to market as well. So happy to be sure. here. Yeah, so many different hats, like you said. Yeah. So take me back a couple of years, or well, not a couple of years. From, probably a little bit further than that. Yeah, probably a little bit further than that. <laughs> take me back all the way back. When did you first get start getting involved in medtech and health tech? Oh, wow. I got involved in healthcare in general back in the early 2000s. Actually, quite honestly, even before then, when I first got out of college, didn't really actually even realize I was in medtech at the time, but my degree is in computer science and, and mathematics. And back in, I'm going to date myself a little bit, in the late to early 90s, I was a, a developer. We used to call them programmers back then. And sure. I worked for a company that developed medical software. And so that was my first foray into healthcare. I ended up working for organizations like the American Red Cross on the technology side, companies like Hewlett Packard, ENT, where I led a lot of their healthcare innovation efforts. And then ultimately worked for a healthcare organization in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm based and becoming the CIO for that organization as well. So I've had a chance to work with a wide variety of technology companies, advisory firms, and industry leaders in this space. And then in the kind of mid part of 2010, I moved into the consulting realm where I started advising technology companies and healthcare organizations as well on the adoption of emerging technologies also. And so from about 2010, fast forward to now, I've been an active advisor, a resource for both emerging technology, technology companies and advisor and established companies as well too. Sure. So tons and tons of experience there which is really exciting from my point of view as the host as well because i know we're gonna have tons to talk about sure. so before we get into what mentoring is because 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, be, being a mentor, I guess it's quite self-explanatory in terms of it's an experienced individual who offers guidance, support and encouragement to someone less experienced. But actually, in my experience as a mentee, it's a lot more than that. A mentor is a counsellor. Mm-hmm. It is someone who you can talk to if you've had a bad day and you can discuss your mm-hmm. business you're going through and they can break it down for you, rationalise your thought process, your thinking. Exactly. There's so many different roles a mentor plays, not just obviously giving guidance and support but actually almost like a friend giving you encouragement confidence so i think it'll be great to get into this episode from your experience of since you first started out in the health tech medic space have you ever had a mentor oh absolutely i actually ran my own consulting practice for almost 10 years as well and along the way i've had a wide variety of mentors from a startup perspective and then just from a personal and professional development perspective as well who've helped me navigate the challenges and pitfall growing or moving through my career and then growing a business as well too. And I do think that a mentor brings really a fresh perspective to your business as well too. Sometimes when you're immersed in the day-to-day operations of the business, you it can be a challenge to think objectively, take a step back and look objectively at, at the business. And I think that mentor brings that outside perspective and helps you really identify some of those blind spots and areas yeah. of improvement that you might need in the organi- in, in your organization, especially sometimes if you are the person who is developing the technology, you're the engineering side of it. Sometimes the engineering and the business side don't always equally match, and you may need someone that brings that business perspective to the table as you're starting to, to build out the technology to a minimal viable product. And sure. that mentor can also offer introductions to potential partners, investors, customers, and other resources that the mentee may need to continue to accelerate the launch of their product and the growth of their company. I think also that the mentor brings to some degree a sense of accountability to that mentee as well. When you've got someone you respect and trust and that you can be held accountable to for kind of the progress and goals of your company, you're meeting with that person on a regular basis, you're checking in, you're setting targets and goals, and then you're touching base with them to see where you are in that, in that journey. And I think that helps the mentee, again, stay accountable, stay focused, because for an early stage startup, that path can sometimes be uncertain. You may have other priorities, like a full-time job, for example, you're working along with trying to launch your company. And so it really is important to have someone there that's getting you accountable for your direction that you're trying to go. Sure. And why do you think it's important to have a mentor to stay competitive in the medtech health tech market? I think throughout history, people who have been successful have always had individuals who served as mentors and advisors to them. So I think anyone that's trying to do something bold and dynamic and move into an area where they don't have a lot of experience and background, having someone who's been there, done that, has, I like to say, already taken the arrows in the back. They've already blazed a trail and can help you avoid some of the pitfalls and landmines out there can be extremely beneficial for ensuring the success of a startup. As most startups don't actually, aren't actually successful. A lot of them fail and many of them fail for some of the same reasons. And I would almost venture to guess that many of them have failed because they don't have a very active and mentor relationship as well too. They're not reaching out to individuals who bring a sense of expertise in areas where they might have gaps and weaknesses and they're trying to navigate these things on their own. And because they don't have that, they do step on those landmines and take those arrows in the back when they really shouldn't have to. 
I think that any company, any individual in their journey, uh, whether it's professionally or entrepreneurial, from an entrepreneurial perspective, can get value out of a, an experienced, seasoned, and servant-minded mentor as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the only reason I did mention, I completely, definitely agree with you mm -hmm. throughout time, anyone successful has shown that they've had these advisors, these mentors guiding them along the pathway and making sure that they don't make the same mistakes that they did. The reason I just mentioned 2023 is just because recently it, in my experience, there's been somewhat a rapid evolution and change in the health tech medtech industry, recent advancements in the technology and because of that recent change and almost you're needing to continuously adapt and ups, update your skills to stay competitive, would you say more now than ever it's more important or would you say it's just in general has always been important? Yeah, I would probably say quite honestly in general, you just think about it, about 100 years ago, doctors weren't washing their hands. And so yeah. they were operating <laughs> on patients. So something as simple as someone telling and advising a doctor to practice cleanliness to avoid infections to their patients. And so I think you could look throughout history, advances in healthcare to something in a number of different areas, whether it's understanding how viruses and bacteria have an effect and impact on a person's body, to now things like using vaccines and medications to treat illnesses, to now how we start to leverage technology as a resource and a tool to continue to advance healthcare. I think throughout, again, our human history, we've seen advances in the delivery of care. And we're just at that stage now where technology as, and technology in terms of information are now playing a vital role in that as well, too. And so I think from that perspective, absolutely, having individuals who have an expertise, a background, some experience, and understanding how these technologies can be vital and useful in the advancing care can add a tremendous amount of value. Not only that, but also having those individuals who understand the business landscape of healthcare. Healthcare is a very complicated industry, full of regulations, full of ways of providers are traditionally comfortable with doing things. And in healthcare, providers are slow to change as well, too. And so how do you, your technologies or solutions to the ultimate consumer of that technology and solution in a way that they see value in it and will want to start to adopt it and leverage it as a normal part of the way that they deliver care. There's a whole whole aspect around that. And what I've seen in my career is that I've seen a lot of smart people bring some really interesting and innovative technologies to the marketplace, but those, those technologies never really see the light of day or never get really get really real momentum because maybe the organization at the time is not a business priority for them or the customer that they're trying to target feels like that somehow that technology may be trying to replace me and I want to continue to maintain my value as a healthcare professional. Or they may not, they may find that the technology makes it more complex for them to do their job. And that's the last thing that clinicians want is to add even more burden and stress on the, what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. I think yeah. you have to make sure you understand the ecosystem and the landscape and what the business priorities are for healthcare organizations and providers and make sure that your technology solutions align directly with those. Yeah. I think that leads us on nicely now to the benefits of a mentor, of having a mentor. So before this discussion, I listed from my personal experience, mm -hmm. the ways that I benefited from having a mentor. So my mentor, I've spoken probably a couple of times now, I'm not sure publicly on the podcast, but my mentor was Rob Lambert. He was sure. a fantastic mentor. He was part of the BNRB team and I was matched with him about a year ago, about a year ago now. And he helped me out both 
personally and professionally in terms of exactly. growing in a whole different variety of ways. And so I listed the ways he has helped me and I thought we could have a discussion about about those ways he's helped me. And then mm -hmm. from there, you can give your perspective as sure. a mentor, how you also help your mentees. The first one I wrote down is quite obvious. So I think it's just that guidance and support. So mm -hmm. when initially I spoke with Rob, I was working at the time on, the, on a digital solution for an easier way that patients can monitor and track the medication so almost like a digital pill tracker because exactly. at the moment it, in the nhs patient care is highly fragmented and mm -hmm. patients aren't the owner and the conduit of their own data right i was finding clinically on wards that i was going in and taking a history from a patient and examining them and i'd ask them what medication they're on and they say they don't know and then it exactly. wouldn't be on it wouldn't be on the records it wouldn't be on the system because right. there's no communication between primary and secondary care That's and right. so i told rob this I told Rob, this is the problem I've come across. I want to try and build a solution around this problem. Just a really simple app that patients can just track their medication. And then the next time I speak to them, they can just show me this app. Exactly. And yeah, so in, and Rob, he had an extensive background in terms of big data analytics mm -hmm. and yeah. And so he knew exactly the best way to streamline, the best way approach to start tackling this problem. And he started offering me the guidance and support to navigate that challenge and and firstly so we set goals we had weekly sessions and we set a plan of action for each week right and then every week i'd come back to him and he'd provide me feedback on the progress and we work on something new the next week exactly and so in, in your experience what's the importance of setting goals yeah first and foremost i did want to touch on have as you look for a mentor making sure you find the right mentor yeah. one that really has relevant experience in the space that you're actively trying to develop your products around you want to look for a mentor who has worked in the industry or has experience in that industry and or related feel they really should have a real deep understanding of the challenges and issues that you're dealing with and any opportunities that can come out of the development of your solution in that space. And so I think it's extremely important for your mentor to, or one of your mentors, because again, I think mentors is, it's a plural. You don't need to yeah. have one mentor. You should have as many mentors that bring value to you in areas where you feel like you can gain greater insight and, uh, and advice. So first and foremost, that mentor needs to bring yeah. that or mentors need to bring those experiences in areas where you feel like you've got some gaps or you can get some direction. And to your point, one that's willing to meet with you on an ongoing basis, help you understand and navigate those challenges, set goals for you and make sure that you act, actually have the right chemistry with them as well. Yeah. Too. It sounds like you, and your mentor had a good relationship and you could not only talk about business related matters, but also other things that were affecting your life that ultimately affect your business as well too. And again, working with someone who's already been on that path, it's got a little more road behind them than maybe you do, can offer you at least their worldview and experience in navigating some of those challenges that you may be experiencing today. Yeah, and if I could just also add to that, so finding the right mentor is going to be difficult, right? You don't click with anyone. This is just right. in general, everyday life. You meet someone and you either click with them or you know what you know that you might not have the best mm -hmm. relationship with them, get on with them. So how is it that you find a mentor that you click with, you can work professionally with, but then also you get along on a personal level with because that is ultimately going to determine how productive you are in your sessions. Absolutely. And here's where I think Bionavlu brings a, a lot of value as well, too, because it is, it's a platform that allows you to get access to a wide variety of industry professionals 
and to a certain degree, gives you the opportunity to do a little speed dating with them as well, too. You, you can, they provide you information about who these individuals are, their background, their history, their areas of expertise, and give you the mechanism to connect with them, to learn more about them, and then to see if they are the right fit and that you have the right chemistry to be able to work effectively with them. So definitely I encourage leveraging, obviously I'm very biased about it as well too, but I think this is an amazing platform to be able to connect with the right resources that you need based on where you feel like you've got gaps or you need some advice or direction. Outside yeah. of that, I think there are ways to connect with advisors and, and subject matter experts. There's all sorts of professional associations that are out there that are related to the industry that you may be involved in. Getting plugged into those associations and starting to meet some of the senior players in those associations is a really good way to find and identify potential good mentors. Talking to other entrepreneurs who have been successful and launching their products and finding out who they worked with in the past and who mentored them through their journey, I think is yeah. a, another method and another way to to tap into a solid mentor market place as well. And then uh, as you start to do your research with your customers themselves, your customers in many cases, potential customers can be value-added advisors for you. Who better to offer you advice, give you advice about your technology is the customer that you're actually ultimately going to deliver that solution to. And so tapping into opportunities where you may have a customer who's willing to be a development partner and the leadership that's a part of that engage could be a great resource for individual or individuals who are looking to gain additional insights into the marketplace. Yeah. And obviously I've talked, we've touched on guidance and support and other ways that I was helped was networking opportunities. And so I was connected with the right people at the right time through exactly. my mentor. And he also served as a role model, someone I could look up to and think, you know mm -hmm. what, if I'm looking at myself 30 years down the line, this is a good spot I want to be in. And I think that's a good motivator, right? Absolutely. If you have a mentor who has a wealth of experience and is doing mm -hmm. pretty well for themselves, it does motivate you to want to push yourself a bit more. So you'll get to that point when you're their age. And also from a personal and professional point of view, a mentor increased my confidence. So I didn't used to be the best talker, both in a personal professional setting believe it or not that's one of the reasons why i started this podcast sure because i wanted to get better at talking i noticed that i was going to conferences and past the general chit chat chit chat i was struggling to have a conversation with people even though i knew i had things to say and i knew exactly. they had things to say it was just facilitating that conversation so it's sure. helped me it's helped me a deal in terms of building that confidence professionally and we've touched on it a little bit but what makes a good mentor? I think, again, someone who has a deep expertise in the marketplace that you are pursuing and can offer their real world perspective on that. Someone who's willing to open up their network to you as well, whether that's in potential investors or potential customers or potential partners or channels for you to help grow your business. I think it's really important. Someone that you have a good communication style with as well too. So where you could have a, those really in-depth conversations with, and in some cases for, and I like you, I, I'm an introvert by nature as well too. And so I've had to do things to put myself out there to get more comfortable speaking in public settings and to having those type of relevant conversations when you're at networking events or at conferences, et cetera, so that I can continue to grow my business. Because at the end of the day, any entrepreneur that's trying to launch their business, 
has to also sell it. They have to sell their solution and they got to get very comfortable being able to talk about that solution in a wide variety of different ways and venues, whether they're standing on the stage and doing it or having just one-on-one conversations with individuals. So I, I think it's really important to, to your point, push yourself on that, but also have mentors who can help you grow and develop in those areas as well. And then sure. you mentioned earlier, and I think we talked about this before, you know, the accountability aspect of it, making sure that you have a mentor who's going to commit the time and energy to helping you. And so having those regular ongoing meetings, helping you to set goals and helping to guide you in areas where you might feel like you, you've got some challenges, I think yeah. are some of the things that come to mind for me as it relates to a good mentor as well. And then the reality yeah. of it too is a mentor's got to also be comfortable with offering advice, but you're not always taking it as well too. I do think it is important to hopefully take advice from your mentors whenever it makes sense, but you should also go out and do your own due diligence and seek perspectives from other individuals and ultimately form your own opinion as a critical thinker. And that may not always mean that it's what the mentor had recommended that you feel is in best interest for you. And the mentor's got to get comfortable, feel comfortable that they are providing advice, but they're not always, but they're not always, they're not being directive. You don't have to take every piece of advice or instruction from them. But their goal is to advise you and it's your goal to decide if that advice works for you. Sure. And just to tell a story, actually, so I so my mentor connected me with a person who's quite well known in the space in mm. terms of the pharma healthcare scene, digital health. And I was quite nervous having that first initial conversation with them, sure. pitching, my, pitching my idea to them. And what myself and Rob did is we set up an hour meeting and what we what he'd do is he'd get me to pitch to him pretend he was the person who i'd be having that conversation exactly. with, that meeting with and he'd stop me say okay maybe change this and he helped me build on the way i right. carried myself projected myself but also the way i would talk about my innovation talk about the problems and we just carried on we carried on going from there so i'd give the pitch to him and he'd say no change this change that and we work on it together Exactly. It's that dynamic, that fluid relationship that was really helpful, really beneficial. Absolutely. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I'm not comfortable putting myself out there. I know what I want the technology to do, but I need to create a compelling message that will resonate with the target audience I'm focused on. That target audience may be investors or it may be customers or it may be potential partners. You, you need to understand who you're pitching to and what's going to resonate with those individuals. And your mentor can help, to your point, guide you and instruct you and in the best way to frame that message. Sure. And so we we spoke a bit about BNRB. So BNRB is a matchmaking platform. So specifically in the medtech, health tech space, what we do is we try our best to match you to the most... The, we try our best to match you to someone who you need to be matched by. We connect the dots in the medtech health tech scene because it is difficult to find the right person at the right time. And we offer a mentorship subscription plan, which has actually just launched within the past couple of weeks. And we offer three different tiers, spot mentoring, where you can have a one-off one hour session with mm -hmm. a mentor. But then we also offer six hours of sessions with a mentor or tailored learning, which is more for people wanting longer longer lengths of time and more, uh, an ongoing mentor. So how is it that you break down what your need is and whether you should choose a mentor for just one off, one, one session or a couple sessions or actually you need a mentor for a long time period? Yeah, I, I personally think we all need lifelong mentors to some degree. In this particular model, it may make sense to initially start out with kind of that initial ses session to get a sense of 
whether or not this is a type of person that I think I can work with long-term as well too, and then look at making further investments in some of the other options that give you more frequency in communicating with that mentor as well too, because ultimately you're going to run into things that you have never experienced before throughout the journey itself. And it's always nice to be able to have someone you can go to to get advice or get a perspective on those things when they are occurring at that specific time or, and, or having a mentor that helps guide you through the landmines before it happens. So when you do it, see it, or if it does occur, you have get, been given solid advice on how to then meet that specific situation or to avoid it altogether too. So I don't think there's really ever a time where we, you don't, you're not going to need a mentor. I still have mentors even sure. throughout my career today. And so I, I do think that an, an individual who's serious about trying to be successful at what they're doing in their entrepreneur endeavors should expect to invest in a mentor for for the remainder of their life and career, at least through the life of the technology that they're trying to bring to market. Because you never know when you just need to get that third party's perspective on what's going on in the environment and or that subject matter expertise in particular and what's going on in the environment as well. Sure. Yeah. And you are obviously on the BNRB platform. You offer yeah. your services for mm -hmm. mentorships. Yeah. So anyone interested, listen to you speak today, what can you offer them? If they're interested in signing up to one of these plans and want you to be their mentor, what is it that you can offer them that is maybe different to the other mentors on the platform? Sure. And before I answer that question, I did want to take a step back and say, talk a little bit about some of the common mistakes people make when looking for a mentor, because I think that's also equally important because you may have someone that's got a depth of knowledge and expertise, but because you're not leveraging them in a proper fashion, you're not getting the full benefit for, from it. And I think the first important aspect of that is not having really clear expectations on what you're looking for out of a mentor and what their role and responsibilities and the goals that you are looking for out of that relationship. Both parties need to be really on the same page with that before you start down this path, whether it's a one-time conversation that you, know, that you feel some value, that you're looking for some value around or a longer term relationship. Setting those goals and expectations up front, I think is extremely important. Failing to communicate effectively with that mentor also, if you guys don't have, a, a, if, or you can't, or you struggle with communicating effectively together, then you're never gonna truly maximize the real value of that relationship. And then a couple other things I think, we talked about advice, but it, just flat out ignoring the advice I don't think is also a good thing too. Sure. Mentors yeah. do have experience and subject matter expertise, and it's important for you to consider that, but also do your due diligence, validate it if you need to, seek other perspectives. If you're coming to that mentor and they're giving you advice and you're not leveraging any of it, what's the real value of having that relationship? And then ultimately not having an overall plan in place before you actually meet that mentor as well too. at least having a general understanding of what product you're trying to launch, how you're trying to launch it, what the time frame is around that. Some basic things that the mentor can react to. I think it's also important as well too, but to come in with a blank piece of paper and say, Hey, I got this and there's nothing much more than just the idea can be a challenge sometime for a mentor to navigate and provide value for you as well too. So at least having some general understanding of the technology, the product and the direction, I think is extremely important. 
And then from my perspective, in terms of what I bring to the table, I talked about my background being in the, from a technology perspective, my background as a technologist, worked for technology companies throughout my entire career, but also worked on the provider side as a CIO within a healthcare organization. So I've helped to implement, lead, and develop strategies around the use of these technologies. I've also acted as an advisor for large and mid-sized and small technology companies, Fortune 500 companies mid-tier and startups, as well as government agencies and academic institutions. So I bring, a, I think, a hopefully a pretty well-rounded perspective around how technology is leveraged in our ecosystem that I can offer that perspective as well. And I have been also an entrepreneur myself, so I know what the life is like to get up every morning and try to figure out how to get this product launched and to keep your lights on while you're doing that. And then struggling with maybe challenges of being not only the developer of the technology, the CEO, but also the guy that's got to go out there and tell the story. And we are good at some things and some things we aren't so good at. And so it's always a constant struggle of trying to figure out how you continue to grow and develop in areas where you're weak and stay focused on those things that you really have some strong competency around. And so I think the mentor can offer that unbiased perspective around that. And to your point, coach you when it makes sense, like the one your mentor did and helping you do your elevator pitches. Those are real sure. value. Those are things I do as well, too, and bring value. And then because I've been in this game a little bit, a while, I've got an extensive network of technology companies, investor, the investor community, the provider community, payer community that are part of my ecosystem. So I think a company is ready to show their technology to a potential customer or to an investor, I think I can open up doors and provide opportunities to get them in front of the right players when they're ready sure. as well too. And then my final, I like to think I'm a servant-minded leader as well too. I'm really honestly here to help others be successful as well too. And so I get a passion and an enjoyment to help people. And there's no kind of ulterior motive here other than I, I wanna see us transform this industry. And I think technology is gonna be a part of that and people as well, a passionate people will be a part of that. And if there's any way I can help to ignite and support their efforts, I'm, I'm more than open and willing to do that. Sure. And I remember when I first started having my mentoring sessions, at the back of my head, there was a thought that this person is only helping me for their own financial gain. And I'm sure because obviously we live in a world where people don't really do things for free. And so if there's anyone listening out there who has those concerns, how would you address those? I will say that, again, BioNambu has created a platform that I think is a, I believe is affordable to individuals who are looking to start their own company. And I think the advisors who have signed up for that understand that these companies can't spend a lot of money on high-end advisory resources, and they're willing to dedicate their time and effort to do that. And, but there is compensation that comes to us on the back end of that. Now, is that compensation what our normal hourly rates are if we were doing this independently? No, they're not. I'll be the first to admit that. And so you're getting these top tier resources at a fairly discounted price point as well, too. And so for those who may be looking at it and say, oh, that seems to be a little pricey for me. I promise you, if you went directly to these individuals and tried to get them uh, independently to do work, you would pr probably be paying anywhere between five and 10 times more than what you're paying today through this platform. And so these individuals that are there also have, a, I think, a servant-minded leadership perspective. I'm willing to offer their services at a reasonable price point because they have similar passions like myself in wanting to transform the industry 
And it's going to take people like yourself and your generation and others to help move these technologies forward. And so we want to try to help help you be successful in that. Yeah. And yeah, thank you so much for what you're doing with BNR Boo as well, because we need more mentors also like yourself who, who are open to take on keen students. Because it is, I guess it is hard from a student perspective, finding a right mentor, someone who is willing to take you seriously as well. Because in my experience in the health tech, med tech scene, because I'm a bit younger than most other entrepreneurs, I might not be taken as seriously as someone who might be 25, 26 plus, who has a couple more years experience than me. So it is great that there isn't that bias and BNRBU completely cuts out that bias and anyone who is in need of the mentorship, they can find someone who is perfect for them, a perfect fit. Exactly. And you may not always find that person immediately. It may take you a little while to kiss a few frogs before you finally find that prince or princess yeah. that, that, that works or that unicorn that works well with you as well. And that's okay. That's the great thing about the platform. You have the ability to reach out to a wide cashier net, wide pull in who you believe you might need, but through the course of your due diligence, you may find that this person is not a right fit or their expertise is not what I thought it was. Oh, we just don't, all of that's okay. Eventually you will find the right person, persons that will meet those needs. And hopefully that relationship will be mutually beneficial for both of you. So for those of you who are interested or actively leveraging the platform today, and you haven't quite found the right mentor, I wouldn't give up and say, oh, this is not working for me. Let's keep kissing a few of those frogs until we find the right one. And I guarantee you there's someone out there that will help you and meet the needs that you're, that you're searching for. Yeah. And just as we touch up, Christopher, it's been amazing having you and a really great discussion. So anyone listening who might be on the fence of, should I get a mentor? Do I need one for whatever personal reasons they have? Is there any last final words of advice that you would say that just to push them over that edge and take that step and pursue actively in the benefits of getting a mentor and get one? No, absolutely. I think a couple of different things. You look at companies, for example, the founders of Dropbox or the founders of Facebook or some of these larger, more successful startups, they all at some point leveraged people who helped mentor them. And I don't think that any of these companies would be a very rare, from my perspective, you would find any company that's been successful, any person who started a company that's been successful that didn't have some sort of mentorship through that journey. And I don't think you're going to be successful if you don't. So it's like anyone, it's like a professional athlete. They have coaches, they have trainers who help guide them through getting better at what they do. You have CEOs who have advisory boards you know, themselves. Even the largest companies today still have advisory boards. And if you're going to try to compete in this marketplace, you need to surround yourself with people who could bring a wide variety of perspectives and ideas and fill those gaps where you feel like you're not as strong in as well too. So I highly recommend and encourage individuals who are stepping out on the entrepreneur track to not consider, but find yeah. it's a requirement in my opinion, to have active mentor relationships because they are going to benefit you in so many ways, not just that direct advice, but again, opening up doors, providing their network and supporting you during those tough times as well too. When, because every business goes through it, it's just the nature of the beast. There are going to be times where things aren't going to go quite like you had planned. You've got a sounding board, a person or persons you can go to and get advice perspective or just a shoulder to cry on for a minute that you might need yeah. to help you get through the day. 
And so I think that in and of itself is extremely valuable and one of the keys to being a successful entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah, really great answer. And I'm going to leave your your BNRB profile in the link to the description of this podcast. So if anyone out there who is interested in getting in touch with Christopher, then I you just ha- you sign up to BNRB, a completely free platform, and just message him. I'm Christopher, I'm sure you're definitely open to well, anyone reaching out and having that first initial consultation if they are interested yeah. in mentorship. I absolutely so, wouldn't have signed up for it if I wasn't expecting yeah. and hoping that there would be individuals who could leverage, again, my experience and perspective on this marketplace. So I highly encourage that. And it may turn out we have a conversation. I'm not the right fit. Hopefully I can direct you to the right person. Ultimately, we're here to support you in whatever in, a, in whatever way we can, whether it's through our direct interaction or people that we can put you in touch with. Sure. It's been great having you, Christopher. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and we should definitely stay in touch. Absolutely. It's a pleasure and good luck to everyone out there pursuing their dreams. Look forward to reading about you, hearing about you, and maybe even advising (laughs) you in some way. 